All right, let's get back into it with our panel here. We're just trying to make sense of uh, some of the new policy announcements from the Doug Ford administration at Queen's Park. We've already task. tried to make... What's that? That's uh, a difficult task. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? Uh, it's still early days. Andrea Horvath was ripping him a new one yesterday on this program. I said, Andrea, five days in. There's no period of grace. Where's the honeymoon? Uh, so that all being said... Earlier today as well, it was announced that they're going back to the old sex ed curriculum, the older version, circa 1998, and uh, going to move quickly to consult parents on how to update the curriculum. And they say details on that process will be coming soon. But uh, at the same time, uh, they say many parents had zeroed in on discussions of same-sex marriage, gender identity, and masturbation, felt it was age-inappropriate, perhaps better left to the parents, and they thought otherwise that uh, this was just advocacy by stealth and uh, weren't happy about it being uh, rammed through without broader consultation by the stakeholders, i.e. the parents. So on that note, let me just throw it around the horn again. Uh, Going back to 1998, uh, pending much deeper consultation, uh, greater process, and so on and so forth. John Carmichael, you think the conservatives are on the right path here? I do. He promised it. He's going to do it. And... uh, I like consultation. I think that's the uh, the signature word on this one. It uh, it needs to be well discussed, well developed, and uh, go beyond just what was I think created through ideology. And you, Tom, ideology. Yes. Well, well hang on, story. just that's a sec, a Mr. Strong. Moulton. Hang hey, on, Dan. There's an order, and I'm oh. next. Well, no, no, you're out of order. Let me ask Dan. Okay. Oh, I'm being jettisoned. Oh. Well, hang on, just a sec, because no, Dan got passionate all of a sudden. All he right, rose to you. Well, let's go. Ideology is a pretty darn strong word, John. I mean, to, to suggest that uh, that the updated sex high curriculum, which reflects, uh, you know, a uh, certainly the rise of the internet and uh, the effect that that's had on sexual health among young people is particularly important in terms of the educational approach that we're taking. But we also thought very differently about fundamental things like how we uh, approach uh, same-sex relationships in 1998. As a province, yeah. we didn't have gay marriage wasn't legal, for right. example. And so we treated people of different sexual identity very differently then. We didn't understand uh, and we didn't approach uh, transgenderism the same way. And these are important topics to address in our sex ed programs to reduce rates of bullying and suicide among young people. And so I think to say that that's ideological is, is, is quite dark. Well, I think there's well, another you know, uh, key part, you know, in this is, is, is not, is, is I, I agree with almost everything you're saying, Dan. I think I agree with everything you're saying about that. But as well, there's a, the, the, the piece about making sure that uh, in the internet age, and I think this is what you're getting at, the a way in which kids can be reached out to, uh, independent of their parents' knowledge, their school's knowledge, or whatever, uh, and that kind of predatory practice is something that we also need to uh, make sure that our children are aware of uh, and they get some protection about. And that wasn't that wasn't there uh, yeah. that wasn't there yeah. in the nineteen. 19- uh, 80s. So well, 98 we have, is a, sort uh, of the watershed here. Yeah, yeah, it's going 20 20 years back. So, yeah, uh, the, the, the the thing needs to be up, updated. You know, there was in fact a fairly long consultation. Um, was there? Because yeah, that was one of the, the went principal all. grievances were well, there, not there, enough uh, parents. But John, thought they I mean, were you've been around the block a long time. You know, when people disagree with something, they often say there was no consultation. No matter how much consultation they were, they just want they just wanted to have it their way. 
All right, so you say I mean, adequate consultation, you know, because I know I, I heard from numerous parents who all made that claim, so what you're saying is they didn't get their way. These were all people yeah. who were naysayers. There's people that were against it, people that share uh, the perspective that this is an ideological approach or a socially radical approach. Well, what if there's people a critical are, mass of those people, though? Don't they count for something, or do you think that the state knows better than they do as the principal stakeholders? Well, I'm, I, I guess that if we're going to assume that that logic is correct, we should rob people of the rights of their minority. Well, that, Everybody has rights. I, yeah. Listen, I agree with you on what you're saying about 1998 and yeah. and the present. So there's got to so be. So what's a, the ideological? Uh, oh, I concern. think I, th I think it was an an ideological. Uh, Explain to me move that. of the premier well, because the previous, she was a lesbian. The pre well, I I think it started as an education. But this started uh, under McGinty though. When she was the uh, right? started with McGinty, and then, then they put the it on the shelf because they got but, cold feet. And I felt it was hurt. But listen, I I don't disagree with you on the issue of. Being able to adapt to today's yeah. changes in in thinking, so, in acceptance and respect for all of the different. Um, okay, but fa fair enough. But we got to at some point, you know, stop consulting and do something because yes. you know this did go back to the McGinty days, which is now uh, t he he quit in t what 2012. Yeah. I mean, that's six years ago. So how long has this issue been about? And we're now talking about going it's back into the 1990s. It's still issue when you go into. I know it's a hot, I, and I get that. Others, I know, and, I, and I think it's there's also an be issue. Discussion, and I agree, and I, we may end up back at the same place. I would hope so, you know, or somewhere know, around but, uh, there. But the thing is, you know, at some point, people use this kind of stuff, and you've you've been you've been an MP, you've seen it, and in real time, uh, where things are uh, misconstrued to stir people up. And yeah. I think there was a fair bit of that going on. Absolutely. And if you listen to people like uh, Tanya Allen Granick and the way she talks about stuff, remember that she was a conservative leader yeah. who really helped Ford uh, get into the lead. The way she talks about things is uh, not truthful. And she stirs people up, and I don't. I think, I think that's wrong. Hateful I heard from a Catholic yeah. school teacher, elementary yeah. teacher, in the first hour when I had open lines on this, and she said it militated against her conscience to have to teach this uh, because she didn't think a it was age appropriate, uh, number one. But also because uh, she didn't think the school was the right place for it when there but I think in certain where instances the, where parents could be uh, better served to teach it to their kids. Sure, but there's the point yeah. that we come back yeah. to, which is, and I think Tom's right to say this, is there's a lot of misinformation that was used to combat this curriculum. And so one of the primary resource elements of the curriculum that was given to teachers was, and it's a big part of sex ed uh, classes is question and answer sessions where kids can you know put in like in a secret ballot box their questions about different yeah. issues and the, the teacher answers them and so there's a whole guidebook in the curriculum which provided a whole series of questions and answers and people drew from that and said this is what our kids are being taught mm. and I think it's 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 very misleading and it offers yeah. a lot of misinformation to suggest that students in grade three are being taught how to have certain kinds of sex that's absolutely not what was being taught I, I think John you, you asked specifically what about you know what about the parents and it's a, it's an important question vitally important question and I would like to believe for example in my own family I have three children teenagers uh, that my wife and I could have uh, done a pretty good job I, I believe frankly with teachers uh, a better job but there are a lot of kids out there uh, who, who will get no instruction from their parents because their parents either have a, a I'll just call them their different belief system about it, or they don't believe, or they don't feel have the confidence to talk to their kids about it, or, or they're just not present in their life. And that's no good. So it does fall to someone to make sure that uh, they have some basic good sense and know know what uh, their rights right, are, what about what's, what's, what's correct. To John Carmichael's point, we may end up there anyway, regardless, yeah. but after a further con consultation process, where if uh, the government does take a run back up that hill, and we do get there, uh, perhaps 
everybody we'll will be satisfied well, then, now, including to, the people who supported Doug why Ford. did they have to withdraw the curriculum as it stands right now? Why didn't they undertake that consultation and update the curriculum instead of trying to say, <sighs> let's go back 20 years before the Internet existed and leave our kids in a, a dangerous mm-hmm. position? Well, again, they've made that call that that, I guess, is sort of the... Uh, reset point and uh, we'll see what happens because they've committed again to broader consultation and more parental input and they'll see where that goes they hope to uh, expedite all of this sooner rather than later so let's find out we'll leave whatever the out. final answer there, is there, there won't be any excuses this well time. that's the point that's i guess true. too it'll be a, a form of closure if you will let's come back we've got more to discuss topics worthy of discussion john carmichael tom parkin dan moulton on the oakley show global news radio 640 toronto